Ever since I started Kids in Ministry International way back in 2001, in fact, we started just one month after 9-11, I have always diligently tried to stay in my lane. Now, what do I mean by that? My lane was children's ministry and by extension, children's ministers and children's ministry. And I've always endeavored to just focus on that one area alone. And one of the churches where I was the children's pastor, they came to me at one time and said, Becky, stay out of the teens thing. Just stay away from them because you don't have anything to say to them. That's not your area of expertise. So just stay away. The funny thing was over the years, as I have done family and kids conferences, teenagers would beg me to, to let them come because they said, you're teaching children things that nobody's teaching us. In fact, I was thinking about it just the other day and I remember way back in the early days was I was holding family conferences in Lee's Summit, Missouri. I would go there almost every single year. And there was a family that was helping me uh, with the praise and worship at the time and they had a couple of teenagers in their home who were also musicians. And the, the mother came to me one time and says, Becky, you need to have a teens in ministry, not just kids in ministry. And I just kind of blew it off because frankly, I've been so busy doing stuff for children. Even if I wanted to, I didn't have time to really focus on anything else. But as I looked at it, it's over the years that people have been asking me, Becky, do you have any curriculums for teenagers? Because you have some great stuff for kids, but what about the teens? And again, I've just been so busy and so focused because kids were my uh, expertise. That's where I had my experience. And so I just kind of blew it off but they've been asking for years. Then the second church where I was a children's pastor, one of the associate leaders came to me and said, Becky, stay away from the parents. Now here's the backstory to that. When I went to that church, I had about 30, 35 kids that were coming and they were the most prophetic group of children I have ever seen in my life. I mean, I knew I hadn't done it. They, that, was, that was just something that was there when I arrived. And it fascinated me. And finally, after many months, probably over a year, in fact, it was over a year, I went to some of the parents of the kids. Like, for instance, there was one seven-year-old girl who walked up to me after church one day, and she says, Becky, you aren't always going to be teaching children. Someday you're going to be teaching adults. Well, I'll comment on that in a, just another minute, but that is the kind of stuff that absolutely blew me away. So I started gathering some of the parents that had these particularly prophetic children. I said, what in the world did you do to raise such prophetic kids? I wanted to know because I've been a Christian all my life and I knew that was just not normal. And so I would take copious notes of everything that they were sharing with me. Well, that assistant leader found out that I was meeting with the parents and he made an assumption that I was trying to counsel them. So he brought me into his office and in no uncertain terms, he told me, Becky, you're not married and you don't have kids of your own. So stay away from those parents. You have absolutely nothing of value to say to them. I didn't try to correct the story and try to let him know what I was doing. I just, uh, you know, I just agreed and, and, and I left. So those are the kinds of things that have happened over the years. And, and what would happen is I would go out and train leaders in the local churches on children's ministry. I shared with them much of what you hear me talk about on YouTube. That was a part of the basic children's ministry training in our School of Supernatural Children's Ministry. Almost without exception, 
when I was done teaching in those churches, the, there were parents who were, who, who make up the volunteers in a church children's ministry, right? It's the parents. So parents would come to me after the training and they would say, man, I wish somebody would have taught me this when my children were still little. And it was very obvious that what they were hearing from me was registering with them, not just from a church ministry standpoint, but from a family standpoint. And so from there, I put together a third level of our school. We've got the children's ministry basics and supernatural equipping. And then the third level we call revolutionary, revolutionary family ministry. And in there, I did a series of videos just for parents on what I felt related to the things I was dealing with in children's ministry. And so we have sold that. But outside of that, I've basically just stayed in my lane. I haven't aggressively gone after the parents. But over the years, it's been interesting as the invitations that I've gotten have been for family ministry or they have been for uh, talking to the parents. And uh, most recently, back in 2020, some of you may know the name of a young man by the name of Jeremiah Johnson. Well, he is a well-known prophet, well-respected, and he has a ministry today called The Altar Global. Come to find out, Jeremiah was a 16-year-old teenager when the movie Jesus Camp came out, and he saw it, and from that day forward, apparently, he has been following my ministry. He called me up personally and asked me on the phone if he could fly me out to North Carolina to his ministry, and if we could sit down together and videotape a series of sessions for parents on how to raise supernatural kids. I wanted to say, Jeremiah, you do know I'm not married, right? And I don't have any children, but I just left it alone. Flew out there and you can still sign up and go through that, that course today. And then a couple years later, it was either late 2021 or early 2022. I know I was taking care of my parents at that time. I got a phone call from a man by the name of Larry Sparks, who just happens to be the publishing editor of a uh, publishing company called Destiny Image. They produce books for people like uh, Joyce Meyer, Rick Joyner, Patricia King, Jeremiah Johnson, and many, many others that you would know the names of, at least most of you would. Well, he says, Becky, we would like for you to write a book for us and we want you to write it on spiritual parenting. Again, in the back of my mind, I'm going, yeah, but Larry, you do know I'm not a parent and I don't have, uh, I'm not married. Uh, and, uh, but I just thought, ooh, I don't wanna lose this opportunity. He'll find out if he doesn't know. So I started writing for oh, probably nine months or more. I would write and I would send him um, uh, material. He kind of showed, told me how, the direction that he wanted me to go. And I would write and he would read the stuff and he would say, yes, it's exactly what we're looking for. Well, long story short, and I won't go into the details, but unfortunately they were not able to publish the book. So we self-published in just the last few months. And now it's like flying off the shelf here. And it's not just from parents, it's from pastors, from church planters, from children's pastors and other church leaders. And what they're coming away with is, Becky, everything that you're saying to the parents applies to everyone in the church, anyone who is a spiritual father and mother, anyone who's planting churches, anyone who has anything to do with children or raising up new believers. 
And so I just began to look at this. And again, I got a little wave of invitations to go and speak. And it was all, please come and speak to us on parenting issues. And so I just began, I knew that something was changing. You know, I took care of my parents for a couple of years and I've been slowly coming uh, out of that. I've had some health issues that I've not been able to travel. And so I just kept writing and uh, producing here in, in the home office. And I knew as I would pray, I knew something was beginning to change, but I didn't have my handle on it yet. I knew somehow, some way that everything that I had done, all the methods, if you will, all the, the strategies, if you will, that I had done up to this point, something was changing, but I still didn't have a grip on exactly what it was. And so I just continued to, to go out and minister and, and come back. And as I've continued to pray, it's like all of a sudden, God was bringing things back to my memory. For instance, some of you have been around long enough. You've heard the name of Jill Austin way back in the early 2000s, late 1990s. Um, Jill was a very, uh, uh, what, what do I want to say? A very profound and listened to prophetic voice in the body of Christ in certain streams. And I was in a church service that she listened to me minister one day. She came to me afterwards and it began to prophesy. We got it recorded. And I look at that every now and then. In fact, it's the prophecy is written. I keep, I post it in the front of all of my books in case you're interested. But one of the lines that she said that I've looked at over and over again, is she says, Becky, you're calling forth an army. But the army is not just children. You aren't just called to minister to children. She says, you have a generational anointing that's on you. And I've, I've kind of known that, but I didn't know what to do with it, except stay in my lane and reach out in various areas as I could. But as I began to reflect on all the things that I've begun to share with you, all of a sudden, one of my uh, office staff members came up and she said, Becky, I just feel like the Lord is saying that everything that you've done for the last 20 years in kids in ministry is just a dress rehearsal for what God is going to do in the coming days, in the next 20 years, if you will. And so I listen, I take this stuff in very seriously. And as I'm beginning to, beginning to, to reflect on all of this, everything that's been happening. It's like all of a sudden I realized that God was kicking out the sides of my box and widening my lane. I began to realize that I was called to just more than children and children's ministry. Although that will always probably be the basis and the, the core of everything I do and say. But as I began to reflect on that, I started sharing that with my leaders. I have many leaders around the world and many of them um, I, I listen to very carefully because they've been with me for years, some of them 20 years. And so I began to share with them what I thought the Holy Spirit was saying. And one of my leaders said, Becky, this witness is with my heart. He says it's like a GPS rerouting and that we are, uh, we are, 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 uh, we're, it's, it's an expansion of what and who we are called to. One of my other leaders um, said that you aren't changing lanes. He says, God is widening your lane and you no longer have one lane. You have four lanes. 
And I began to go, yes, that's what's happening. And he says, your lanes are children, youth, parents, and church leaders. So all of my leaders came on board with what I and witnessed with what God was saying to me. So this video, I'm sorry if it's a little longer than you're used to, but I feel like I need to get this out. Those who care will listen all the way to the end. But here's the big news that we are no longer going to consider ourselves a children's ministry alone, but we're expanding our ministry wherever God calls us, whatever he tells us to do, we are going to unashamedly reach out to teenagers and continue to reach out to parents and also to church leaders, not just children's ministry leaders, but all church uh, leaders in very many areas of ministry. And I wanted to share that with you. I, I'm wondering what you think about this. I'm wondering how you feel about this. You, you know, I'm still getting requests. Becky, do you have anything for teenagers? Well, just in the last few months, the Holy Spirit, I won't go into the details uh, here, but he did uh, move on me. I had written a book for adults called God's Voice and the Gifts of the Spirit. As soon as we published it, the Holy Spirit says, now you need to rewrite that book and you need to make it targeting teenagers. So we already, before this revelation came to me, we already had one book for teens that we call God is Listening, uh, no, excuse me. God is talking. Are you listening? You can get it right now on our website. If you go to uh, kidsinministry.org, don't go yet. Just hear me out to the end. And so we already have one book. And as the Lord began to open up my mind, I began to realize, okay, so now we're going to have to go back and take all of the curriculums and rewrite them. Uh, the, the ones that we wrote for children's ministry, we're going to have to rewrite them now and make them for teen ministry. That's going to take us a very long time. That's not going to happen overnight. I'm going to have to find people who are writers and, and editors and stuff who can help us make that if we're going to do it quickly at all. And so you be praying for us in that area. And um, it's, it's just going to be interesting as we move forward, how God is going to position us. But I want to know what you think about this. How do you feel about that? Because I still, I think my heartbeat will always be children, but whatever I say about children, honestly, can be applied to teenagers as well, because it is true. People ask me quite often, Becky, do you know of anybody else that is producing spirit-filled curriculum for teenagers like you are doing for teens. I would go to my children, uh, my youth pastor friends. I would go to d different ones and I would ask them, what do you know? Is there anything out there? And every one of them, there's not one of them that has come back and said that there is an equivalent to what we're doing. So I know that there is a need for us to press into this area. So you'll be praying with us. How do you feel about this? You know, it's going to cost me some money in order to hire people to help me. And we're also back at as you can see uh, with the videos and the our, our podcast um, online and and it's it's just going to be one of those things that we just don't have a deep pockets enough to be able to do this I'm gonna have to hire some people we need help in the area of finances as we're continuing to work around the world we're gonna have to start youth ministries as well and so I'm just asking you to prayerfully consider would God have you help us in the days to come? It doesn't matter how small your donation is. It could be $5. It could be $50. 
500 would be great, but whatever it is, we would just ask you to prayerfully consider if you believe in this ministry. Many of you write to me and say, my kids got filled with the Holy Spirit watching your videos and, and, and things like that. And, and it's like, if, if we have blessed you, would you please consider giving us a donation to help us take this next level. This is a major expansion. It's going to be an, a major investment of time and resources and money. So please go to kidsinministry.org slash donate. And I, I'll have the, uh, the link down in the, uh, the description of this as well. But we're asking you, please consider giving and helping us. If you believe in what I'm saying, would you please click a like and leave a comment below and give me your feedback on this new direction. Do you think I'm all wet? Do you think I'm crazy? Or do you believe that this is a direction of the Holy Spirit? I want to thank you, especially those who've listened all the way to the end. God bless you. Be listening for more videos coming up and podcasts uh, in the days to come. And thank you for your help.